Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Tuesday! And you're about to find out what three things you need to hear to get about your Tuesday afternoon, courtesy of the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts. Holly, let's flip right into those three things. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's the magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. And here it is behind door number one. So this is kind of sad news, but there's there's a there's some happiness in this too, right? Alan Alda was on CBS uh, this morning and spoke about a diagnosis he received some time ago, but is speaking about now uh, for the first time publicly. Let's have a listen. I t- I haven't said in public until now that I've been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And the reason that I want to talk about it in public is that it's, I was diagnosed three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And I've had a full life since then. I've acted, I've given talks, I help at the Alda Center for Communicating Science at Stony Brook. I started this new podcast. And I noticed that I've been on television a lot in the last couple of weeks talking about the new podcast and I could see my thumb twitch in some Mm. shots and I thought it's probably only a matter of time before somebody does a story about this from a sad point of view but that's not where I am so that's obviously very sad to know that he uh, has been diagnosed with Parkinson's Alan Alda of course actor um, and just a wonderful guy all around but you know, it's it's nice that he's able to speak about it on his terms. And, you know, to his uh, credit, he wanted to get the story out there before it was sort of preemptively. Before speculation released, started like, to happen. Does he have, you know, some horrible disease? What's right. going on? And then it's, um, you know, depressing, et cetera. So and also you just it just reminds you that you love Alan Alda. I know. Recently, now I hadn't seen Alan Alda doing any press for the podcast, but I was scrolling through the podcast charts and his is in the top 20. I was like, Alan Alda doing a podcast. Who knew? And it looks like it's actually pretty interesting. Well, and I was going to say, it actually does not surprise me because the thing that I know about Alan Alda is he's a curious human being. Right. And curious people tend to do great um, have great conversations, and if that's a podcast, then consequently it's probably doing well. Because I just remember appreciating another side of him on PBS, that science series, and now for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it, but um, he always did a great job sort of delving deep into Scientific American, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. truly a renaissance man. Moving on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. All right, the second thing that we think you need to hear to be in the know today during the 3 at 12.03 has to do with Dwayne The Rock Johnson doing something really nice for his longtime stunt double. Let's take a listen uh, to what The Rock exactly did for him. It's very sweet. Or maybe it's not. Oh, 
Okay, oh, no yeah, worries. that's really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. No uh, let's just listen to it straight from the source right off of Instagram. This is for... Um, Yes, yes, it's going to be very cool. Yeah, ask, let's do the questions for sure. Scorpion King was the first we got movie together. Oh, yeah, and then when he, uh, when he, when I saw him, I was like, oh, my God, looks like my twin. The truth is, he's been an incredible partner and brother to me. It's been an honor, Uso, and I want to say from the bottom of my heart, I love you, I thank you, and um, enjoy your new truck. So there you hear right there. The Rock gave his longtime stunt double, uh, Tanoi Reed, a brand new pickup truck. And I'm not talking just a little pickup truck. It it, it is huge. And uh, he's been working with The Rock forever. And it, it was a really nice gesture. Now, I think this is very sweet. But on the other hand, I'm like, mm, Rock, I see what you're cooking over there. You're cooking up some good publicity for yourself, showing your... Well, The Rock knows gener- what he's doing. Yes. In terms of publicity, it's like, look, I know on one hand, you're doing something very generous for a longtime friend, and you want to show the world. At the same time, nice PR stunt, The Rock. You're showing how generous you are, and you're letting the world know it, rather than just giving your friend a car. Also, I'm just uh, looking at pictures of the stuntman and he he's like a hot rock he is a hot rock i mean i you know the rock is not unattractive certainly he's very attractive but this dude is he's you know you would like to maybe make his acquaintance at one point in time so there's the rock being nice to his friend that's very sweet (gasps) thanks rock where's my car yeah where is our car we should actually ask him for a car because that would good be good pr for the rock right oh it'd be totally amazing pr if he gave us a car yeah well i don't know know. we already have cars here's what we have for you behind door number three the last thing, the third thing that we think you need to hear to be in the know today during the three at 1203 oh my gosh bradley nicole kidman is a true hero today because what we're going to listen to is Nicole Kidman chasing away a tarantula from a pool away from her children. So the kids that you're going to hear in this video are Nicole Kidman's children. She's being a great mom. Take a listen. Right, Mom? I'm having to take care of this spider. Help. <laughs> so that's Nicole Kidman taking care of a tarantula from the pool. Well, talk about a PR stunt. A PR stunt. Yes, again, she's brave in the face of danger. I had a tarantula, or not a tarantula, but I had a spider in my tub the other day. Oh, God, I hate those. Oh, it was I really What do you big. do? When you, have a, when you have a bug in the tub, what do you do? Well... I would like to say, Bradley, that I'm nice and I take a piece of paper and I shuffle the uh, the critter on the piece of paper and I set it free. Yeah, that's what I usually do. I know, but I squished the spider this oh, time. God. I know, it was so big. It was like the size of a half dollar, Bradley. It was in the tub. It startled me. Usually I don't <sighs> find spiders um, to be an issue. It's usually those uh, eyebrows. Fish? No, the eyebrows that walk. Yes, I forget what they're. I think they're just called millipedes, but or centipedes or something. Eyebrows that walk. They look like giant eyebrows that like. I know. I try to be nice to all the creatures, Bradley, but sometimes I just can't do it. I wonder if Nicole Kidman freed the tarantula, or whether I don't. Ooh, you could not squish a tarantula though. 
Uh, no, I absolutely <gasps> would not squish a tarantula. And I, no. cer- I, um, I certainly would not. I feel like if I had a tarantula in the house or somewhere that I needed to be, I would have to call somebody. Yes. Because I am not, unless I could come up with a way to like put something on top of it and then you like stick a piece of paper underneath. You know, I've seen that trick before. Right. But that's a lot of work. And I feel like if you if one false move and you're going to have a tarantula on your face. Oh, my gosh. Down your throat. And the, oh, oh, well, then I had the feeling that there were more spiders in the house. Surely if there's one spider, then there's another. And well, then I'm going to yeah. be sleeping at night, Bradley. And then it's going to crawl into my mouth. And then it's going to lay eggs in my ah, face. Okay, don't say eggs in your face. <laughs> that's what I think of sometimes when the, I get big zits only, on the face. I don't... It's like they're just dis- stop it. You are disgusting. <laughs> the the only bug that creeps me out is cockroaches. Oh, mostly the um, I forget what they call yeah, but them. They're harmless. Palmetto bugs, which are basically flying cockroaches. But I, there's just something nasty about cockroaches that grosses me out in a way that like a spider, an errant spider on my wall. I'm like, oh, look, there's a spider. I have no desire, nor am I afraid of if it's one of those like like if it's like coming at me then i'm you know not amused you're gonna defend yourself but if there's a spider on the wall i'm like oh you're gonna eat something else disgusting so i'm fine with it you know you just don't want to think about the the times that i think about bugs and i get uncomfortable is when i'm in an outhouse oh uh or if they're in the tub or they're again somewhere where they they can like scurry onto me and perhaps you're in a vulnerable situation exactly Mm. exactly but i think that's just you know like a that's like an embedded fear in all humanity always hover in the outhouse if you can learn anything today god it's so (laughs) i went camping (laughs) i if you guys are just joining us by the way we're talking about bugs because that's the top story of the day because nicole kidman chased away a tarantula um but there was a uh, i went camping uh, a couple summers and i would go away for like a week and it was a place where they had outhouses and it was the worst part of the experience. I loved every other part of it. I loved sleeping outdoors. I loved cooking my own food. Mm, back to nature. I loved, you know, like swimming in the lake, even though I was afraid of leeches. But the worst part, most most confidently, I can say, was going doo-doo in the woods. Oh, yeah, especially if it's at night. Well, because, oh, yeah, you just can't. No, 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 no. no! Well, I hate to scare like, everyone. I just, I'm getting itchy, like itchy, scratchy, just thinking about. <laughs> okay, well, let's leave the tarantulas behind. Hey. We're done with the spiders. Hey, who's coming to do the dirtler today? Nobody. You? Yeah. Oh my God, Holly Roberts, give us a tease. What you got for us? All right, we're going to talk about Beyonce and why she is making history. Okay. Hey, and don't forget, Cat Video Fest tickets go up tomorrow in price. If you want a Cat Video Festival ticket for ten smackers. You want to get that ticket today. Simply head yep. to mytalk1071.com keyword cat. Mm-hmm. Right, Holly Roberts? Yeah, go get it. Or you can go to catfestmn.com. And while you're there, go check out the live kitten cam because kittens are cute. All right, we'll be right back with all the latest from Hollywood and Holly Roberts right here on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert.
And here with all the latest from Hollywood on the Colleen and Bradley Show is our good friend Holly Roberts. Ah, imagine that. Let's start in New York City from the world of publishing where Beyonce making headlines uh, yesterday and continuing to today because Beyonce has been given unprecedented control over the uh, cover of the upcoming September issue of Vogue magazine. This according to sources talking to the Huffington Post. And Beyonce has hired the first black photographer to shoot a cover in Vogue's 126-year history. Oh. Yes. So, fascinating. According to sources uh, close to Vogue magazine telling the Huffington Post, remaining anonymous, uh, that Vogue is contractually obligated to give Beyonce full control over the cover, the photos of her inside the magazine, and the captions, which apparently Beyonce has written herself and are in long form. That's according to two sources who are familiar with the agreement between Vogue magazine and Beyonce. They're not authorized to speak to the press. Now, a lot of people are reading this as this being the final September issue for Anna Wintour at Vogue magazine, meaning that Anna Wintour has given away some of her control and maybe that she's uh, starting to step away from the magazine step by step, slowly but surely, which is a big deal. It's a big deal. And I wonder if this is going to hearken uh, a new way of doing things, meaning, um, you know, I'm sure they're making uh, a lot of money from this deal. You would think? Do you think? Maybe. I, mean, I don't know how this works, but I would imagine because, you know, Anna Wintour, her greatest contribution to magazine, fashion magazine, uh, the, sorry, I'm having a hard time with words, is celebritizing them, yes. right? Like turning them into using celebrities to sell magazines. So in a way, in a, it used to be that you focused on the couture and not the person wearing it. Oh, yes. And what you're saying is maybe by putting Beyonce on the cover of the September issue, Vogue magazine is able to turn that into more advertising dollars well, and not because just, more advertisers want to put their stuff in Vogue magazine in the September issue. Not just Beyonce on a cover because, you know, they've had celebrities on covers, but giving unprecedented control to the uh, to the artist for the issue, that seems like a I, like I wonder if that's a formula that will continue for certain people. Obviously, they're not going to just turn it over willy nilly to anyone, but it gives right. them it gives it's it makes again. There's a story you're talking about it, right? So that sells magazine covers, presumably Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga. Yes. You now, name it. It's Madonna. Not, it's not a total takeover. Don't do no, don't do Madonna. Sorry. That's okay. She's on the cover of Vogue Italia, and she's talking about living in Portugal. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Cool. By the way, oh, I digress. God, I want to go eat sardines with 
Espadon in Portugal. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. We both digress. Uh, I think that this is a good publicity for Vogue magazine. Exactly, Bradley. Now, Beyonce is not going to be in control of the entire September issue. She just has editorial control over the way her image is used in the magazine. So all the other content. But that's huge, especially for the biggest issue of the year, the September issue, where a lot of fashion houses pump in a lot of money for advertising. Do we we have any idea who would take over for Anna Wintour if she wants? I mean, eventually she's going to have to leave. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, Conde Nast is denying that Anna Wintour is leaving Vogue magazine. Of course, they're not going to tell us anything until it actually happens. And I don't know whether or not there's a succession. Uh, say it for me. Succession. Thank you. In place for Vogue magazine. But we shall see. Beyonce will be on that cover. And I imagine it will be out probably mm, early and to mid-August. Fans are going to lap that up. In fact, you know, it's funny because I said Taylor Swift. I mean, Taylor Swift already does put out. Like, I remember with her last album, there were like 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 magazines that were produced solely for the purpose of that album. Yes. That um so you know that kind of content fans want. Tactile. Yeah. Things that you can touch. Hey, Harvey Weinstein has been spotted doing what? Being gross and creepy or on his knees begging forgiveness? No, he was just spotted going to a movie. Uh, oh. Somebody took a photograph of wow. Harvey Weinstein, I know, out and about in Westport, Connecticut. According to TMZ, he was at the Bowtie Royale 6 Theater Monday night, last night, where he watched Hotel Transylvania 3 and Ooh. Mission Impossible Fallout. You know, he wanted to check out the movies for the kids. I just, I wonder what his life is like. I mean, well, right. In a curious, you know way well the last time we saw harvey weinstein in any capacity out in public i think he was in arizona and he was at a restaurant and i think he got into a fight with somebody outside of a restaurant uh, supposedly he was there while he was attending rehab of some sort yeah. no we haven't really heard anything Pervert about that rehab yeah we haven't heard anything about that in a while but harvey weinstein rapist rehab do they yeah. have that i don't think they do i don't think they do but out and about living a mm, somewhat normal life i like he's just going to the movies by himself somewhat normal life as normal as a life that harvey weinstein could have in this moment exactly it is interesting to me though that he would go out in public right and then he went to go see hotel transylvania 3 like can't you just wait for that to stream yeah and it looks like he was there by himself which is kind of weird. That seems dangerous. Yeah. Mm, well, Harvey Weinstein, moving from that story on to uh, another story. I, I just, I like the idea of this. And we gossiped about this in the Dirt Alert at the top of the hour that Ben Affleck is using his best friend, Matt Damon, as a life coach. What is this all about and where is this coming from? So this is coming from Radar Online. Again, a lot of gossip. But they're saying, Radar Online, that Ben doesn't make a move without getting feedback from Matt. He has the self-confidence and thick skin that Ben always lacked. Which is interesting because, Bradley, you touched on the fact that this story seems like it was planted by Matt Damon's PR people. I feel like this is a total, like, you know, because Matt Damon always, like, Ben Affleck is always like, womp, womp, to Matt Damon's, you know. And also, Matt Damon needs a bit of a career rehab or image rehab. Because you'll remember the last thing we heard out of Matt Damon was, you know, hold on, ladies. We might be going too far with this whole Me Too thing. Yes, that was last fall during the tour for his movie Downsizing. Yeah, Matt Damon is in a little need of some PR help himself. You know, if you've noticed, he's been lying low 
this entire year. Maybe he's working on projects. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully. Uh, I have good news concerning Guy Fieri and what a great guy he is. What? You didn't think I was going to tell you that, did I? No. <laughs> did <you>? Well, <laughs> actually, I think I know why, but tell me. All right. So celebrity chef Guy Fieri, of course, of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I well, love he, that show. Yes, it's a great show. Well, he traveled to California over the weekend to help feed evacuees from the deadly wildfires that have plagued Northern California in recent weeks. They've been very deadly. Multiple people have died. And apparently Guy Fieri, he's working with the Salvation Army to help feed people. He said it's unbelievable to see what folks are going through. And he decided that he wanted to help. And he's been posting photos of, uh, and creating, uh, crediting a hotel chef with helping him make pasta salad and coleslaw. So he's just trying to take care of people. And he's doing it really out of the kindness of his heart. So Yeah, I think he's a great guy. He seems like he would be a lot of... Um, fun to hang out with on occasion but i think he gets you know because people just want to poo poo his his crazy you hair can only and, make sporadic visits to flavor town is what you're yeah, saying yeah well i think he, it would become a little much yeah after a while like most of the things with related to guy theory they would just get to be a little much okay holly thank you you're welcome for all the dirt yet again now when we come back we need a uh, player for a 30 second pop culture challenge 651 641 1071. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could even win a prize, but only at 12 30 on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's time for the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 <laughs> second pop culture challenge. Hey, Holly, who's on the line? Hey, Bradley, Christine is on the line today, and she's playing for my Talk 1071 t-shirt. Oh, Christine, lucky you. Are you ready? I, I am. All right, here's how it works. The timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. Let's do this. Boy George was the lead singer for what 80s band? Culture Club. Dumbo is what kind of animal? Elephant. Who directed the movie E.T.? Steven Spielberg. Charlie Brown is the main character in what comic strip? Peanuts. According to Paul Simon's 1975 song, how many ways are there to leave your lover? 50? Yeah! Yeah! Christine! Congratulations! You won. Thank you. And you got that My Talk 1071 t-shirt. Enjoy. Don't wear it. Uh, everywhere? Well, know. actually, wear it everywhere. Do, and yeah. it's going in the mail just to you, Christine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, again, if you want to play the 30 second pop culture challenge, five questions, 30 seconds, you could win a prize just like Christine. Join us at 12 30 here, right here on the Colleen Bradley Show. Now, we're going to take a little left turn and play a game of our own with, the, with our very own Donna Valentina from uh, the Donna Valentina Show. Close enough. With a guy named Steve. All right, let's play him. Blinded by the item. Blinded by the item. Ah, our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a former A-list, mostly movie actor who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. Oof, that's a lot of words. That's a lot of words, so I'll say it again. A former A-list, mostly movie actor who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. That is the subject of our first blind item from CrazyJaysAndNights.net. Okay, okay, here we go now. <clears throat> this former A-list, mostly movie actor, who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee and saw his career go to the crapper because of his general all-around blankety-blank behavior, 
was being his usual self to a hooker he hired for the night while out of the country. (laughs) That's it? That's it. Johnny Depp? Oh, that's good. No. Okay. Former A-list. I would still consider Johnny Depp A-list. Okay, so former A-list Oscar. Former A-lister. Now, I'll tell you he won an Oscar. This person has won an Academy Award. And it's not, it wouldn't be like a Leo because he's still probably a list. Right. Has this person won an Academy Award for acting? Okay. Mm-hmm. Are his initials CS? Was it a uh, supporting role or a supporting role? Okay. So this person won a best actor. When were they at the height of their career? I would say early 2000s. Oh. So this is relatively recent. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Was he a gladiator? Uh, no. Russell Crowe. No. Oh, okay. good uh, one on that. Is this person married? I don't uh, think so. Oh, God. Mel Brooks? No, I mean Mel Gibson. Mel Brooks. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mel Brooks. I'm just kidding. He's a nice Mel guy. Um, is this person in their 40s? Yeah, I think so. Maybe even late 30s. Let me double check for you. Thank you. Okay, so... What? Ben Affleck? I was going Matt Damon, but Ben Affleck, so we know he's not married. Okay. God, we are horrible. Well, that's that's not a whole lot to go on uh, in our defense. This person is in their mid-40s. Now, I will tell you in the comments section on crazydaysandnights.net, a couple of names were thrown around, but this person was mentioned the most. Now, this person won their Oscar in the early 2000s, Best Actor, Mm. Oh, yeah, actor, early two thousand. We're gonna need a movie, and hint. he's in his forties. Yes, God, this should be so easy because there are so few of these. You know, interestingly enough, here's a headline from last year. Whatever happened to blankety blank? Meaning, at one point in time, this person had a very hot career, and then where did they go? Which is probably why we can't think of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever happened to Gordon Joseph Levitt? Oh, was it? Was he in a? Was it a war movie? Uh, technically, yes. Oh, was it like a World War II movie? Oh, is he a friend of Colleen Lindstrom's? Oh gosh, oh. you were gonna go heart net on that? No, this person won an Oscar. Oh, oh yeah, I guess he didn't win an Oscar. Sorry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is his first name a Ryan? But it's a war movie. Yes, Ryan Gosling. No, Ryan. O'Neal. Oh, Nobody named Ryan. Now remember, oh, when, I thought you gave us a ding. What did you give us a ding for? Uh, that it's a World War II movie. Oh, 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 oh I sorry. said now, Ryan, let okay. me give you a hint. When this person accepted his Oscar for Best Actor, he famously smooched the presenter. Oh, Adrian on stage. Brody. Oh, God, I never, go. would yes. have, never would have gotten there. The Whoa. pianist. Yes, he smooched <gasps> Halle Berry on the stage. Yes, it is a good movie. He's a dirty dog. He is a dirty dog. Let wow, me fill in the blank for you. Uh, Adrian Brody, who saw his career go down the crapper because of his general all-around blankety-blank behavior, was being his usual self to a hooker he hired for the night while out of the country. Currently, Adrian Brody on a yacht. I feel like he gets in work Italy. in Wes Anderson films, right? Occasionally, yes. Occasionally, wow. All right. yes. Yeah, we really haven't seen him in a long time. No, he was in the TV show Peaky Blinders. Yes. Oh, okay. And right. he has a couple upcoming uh, credits on IMDb, but that's about it. 
Hmm. Dirty, right. dirty, dirty, dirty. We have uh, more time. Yes, of course we do with our good friend Donna Valentine doing some blind items with Holly Roberts. Let's move to a confirmed blind item from crazydaysnights.net, meaning they have published a name of this blind item. We know who it's about, so let's try to figure it out. It's a former A-list, mostly movie actress. A former A-list, mostly movie actress, also from a famous movie franchise. Here's your blind item. You have ne- and by the way, this blind item published earlier this month. You have never heard so much complaining. This former A-list, mostly movie actress from a famous movie franchise who now makes her money doing bad television says Comic-Con is a waste of time. She says the accommodations always suck and that no guys there can ever afford her rates or even really know who she is. Guys can't afford her rates like she's selling herself? Oh no! What? Okay, so let's think of movie Sex franchises. Former A list. So we know it's not like an Emma Roberts or a Kristen Stewart because they're still working. Mostly movie actress. <laughs> yes, from a famous from a franchise, right? And that franchise is not a superhero franchise. Oh, okay. No, think something different. Again, but if she's going to Comic Con. Like Harry Potter. No, not Harry Potter. Now, the reason that she's at Comic-Con is for her work in television, not for the movie franchise. How about that chick who... Was it an old uh, sci-fi? Like, you know, like it's she's kind of retro sci-fi? Uh, Is it a Twilight? uh, Oh, no. Oh, man. There goes my lead. Is it a (laughs) sci-fi TV series? Kind of. Oh. Kind of. Okay. Wow. Okay, let's think of sci-fi. Okay, sci-fi. Sci-fi series, kind of. Like, when would it have been big? Uh, In the past five... Oh, so it's relatively recent. Ten years, yes. It's relatively recent. Like, like, not like a Buffy. No. Like I said, it's a series, kind of. Meaning, made-for-TV movies. Uh, Oh. oh. Made-for-TV movies? Mm Mm-hmm. Franchisey? That's yeah. not the franchise? Well, like there's, there's a one What's or the two. franchise? Is the franchise a comedy? Or? So the franchise from the movie world is comedy. The franchise now on television is sci-fi slash comedy? Could this be like some of those witchy type? No witchies. Okay. No witchies. They have to do with an animal of sorts. Maybe a... Uh, a weather phenomenon that has to do with animals. Polar something? <laughs> no. What on <laughs> earth is this? Oh, this woman has had, a, she had another reality TV series uh, way back in the day that involved her going to places and getting drunk. Oh, my oh God, my Donna, God, what is what? wrong with you? No, me. Why you. do you not know these? Okay. I am so disappointed in um, your behavior. Think about an animal. <laughs> Okay, That's so again, if you're the- just joining us, we're trying to guess this blind item here on the yeah. Colleen and Bradley show. Holly has given us that it's a former A-list, mostly movie actress, uh, popular with a comedy franchise. And then in the last five to ten years, she's done a TV series that is kind of TV kind series, of TV series, kind of made for TV movies. Yes. Kind of a weather pattern that's also an animal. Yes. What? Hi, uh, like, um, 
a cyclone hyena. Hyena. Okay, now take the first part of what you just Cy- said. Sigh. No, what you is said another tornado? You said Cy- cyclone. Come on, Cyclops. Donna. You just, it just came out of your mouth. Cyclone. No, there was another word you just said. Hyena. No. Cyclops. A, a type of weather formation that, and then tornado. tornado. Yeah, and then you combine it with an animal from the ocean. Oh, we're looking at the shark. Oh, oh the shark, shark oh week. Shark, oh, shark, 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 shark. It's and the it's one. Tori, it's Tori, not no, Tori. No, it's um, the, um, the blonde. Yeah, ter, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, she's a Thai. T- 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 <laughs> It's, her name is um, Tara, 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 Reed, Reed. Woo! <laughs> oh, you got it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fill in the blanks. Woo! You've never heard so much complaining. Tara Reed says Comic Con is a waste of time. Tara Reed says the accommodations always suck and that go- no guys there can ever afford her rates or even really know who she is. Oh, Tara Reed. No. The show me, from though. back in the day. Paradise. Oh, I did not, did know, not that. know about that. Mm-hmm. People were the screaming, by the way. Tara <laughs> <laughs> Reed, you derps. Said Andrew I on know, Twitter. This is right, Waterman got- Sharknado. Lisa, Tara Reed. Sorry, guys. But you got there eventually, and that's what counts. Yeah. It, it took us, you know, it took us a while, but we got there. That's hey, fine. Donna, thank oh, you so much sure. for nothing. <laughs> Hey, we got there. No, we didn't. You, you actually Holly, got that one. Hints. I did not for a change. Um, okay, so <clears throat> when we come back, you'll come back tomorrow, please. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Uh, when we come back, is MoviePass really on the way out? Some headlines seem to say yes. Holly has all the latest. And if you are a MoviePass uh, subscriber, we want to hear from you. We'll be right back here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Wish I made it to home. Is movie pass really on the way out? Some headlines would lead you to believe yes. Holly Roberts, of course, has the answer to that question. And I've got movie pass, so I want to know. If you've got movie pass and you have thoughts, you're always welcome to join the conversation here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, which is what you're listening to on My Talk 1071. Every Monday through Friday from noon to three. Give us a jingle, 651-641-1071. Holly, so Every day, I feel like I see another headline. Movie Pass is about to die. Dun, 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 dun. And just for the sake of the one listener who doesn't know what a Movie Pass is, it's this thing where you pay a monthly fee or you pay for an annual subscription. You get a cord and then you take that cord to the movie theater and then you can get uh, in to see the movie for free. And up to this point, it's been... You can go see a movie once a day for 365 days a year. Right. What a deal. That's going to change or is changing. Well, some of the things about MoviePass are changing. And Bradley, your suspicion that you've been reading headlines every day that the sky is falling on MoviePass, it's true. So just under a week, the following has happened with MoviePass. The companies ran out of money. And they had to get a loan in order to keep itself in business. Yeah, like $5 million or yeah, something. A lot of money. Then MoviePass blocked out people trying to see the new Mission Impossible Fallout. Then the parent company of MoviePass, their stock plunged below a dollar per share. And then over the weekend, MoviePass had a system-wide crash. I saw MoviePass tweeting about it over the weekend saying, hang on, folks. And then also... They just announced yesterday, MoviePass is not going to allow people to see new releases on opening weekend. 
Not only that, but I did see another headline that said that the uh, monthly subscription price, uh, as it currently stands, was going to go from nine ninety five to fourteen ninety five. Exactly. Now I was lucky because I bought mine from the Costco's oh. for like. Uh, I think it was $80 for an entire year. So basically, if I see, you know, like six or seven movies, I probably made my money back. Right. Because an average cost of a ticket, I would imagine when you go to the movies is around the 10 to $12 range, depending on what time of day you go. So yeah. that's that's a huge deal. Now, $14.95 a month. I still think that's a really good deal. If you're somebody who goes to see a lot of movies, yes. Now, here's the problem. Because I feel like the per because this is the kind of movie person I used to be. Now I'm a very fickle movie uh watcher. Like I used to go to every movie on opening weekend, you know, like every movie that I was interested in seeing, I would go check it out on opening weekend. That's the only yeah. time I went to see um something in the theater. Unless it was like a special deal, you know, occasionally like Fathom Events will put on these things where you can go see an episode of Doctor Who or they'll replay like an old movie like Psycho. Well, those were never covered by um, Movie Pass. The only other movies I was watching then were opening weekend movies. Yes. Well, so now I can't do that. Mm -hmm. So now I have even less movies that I'm going to want to go see. However... If you are a person who's not very picky about the movies you go to see and you see at least a movie a week or a movie a month, maybe a couple months more than one, it's probably still worth your while. Yeah. Yeah. If you still want to go see Mission Impossible, but you know that you're not going to see it until three weeks out and it's not a big deal to you whether or not you see the movie on opening weekend, then movie pass. Still seems like a viable option. Now, whether or not they're going to have enough subscribers to sustain the business is yet to be seen. And I think that they got in over their head, Bradley. I think it was an overly ambitious plan. You said that you got your movie pass for the entire year for $80. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I think they're doing the math and they're finding out that we're not making money on movie pass. And that is an issue, thinking that maybe it was more of a volume thing. But I think your movie habits, Bradley, going to see the movies rarely these days, speak volumes to the movie going habits of our of the average american yeah people and i think i probably see more movies than the average person yeah um certainly when i was seeing movies every weekend like on opening weekend and it's because i had a stable group of fellow movie watchers that like friends that wanted to go see them on opening weekend so we kind of always made a thing about it on like oh it's a friday night let's go see blah 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 that's coming out um then I just got out of the habit of doing that. And now I'm just, like I said, I'm far more fickle. Yeah. I feel like a lot of us have gotten out of that habit. During the summer movie season, back in the day, I would go see something every weekend, really excited about all the new releases, make an appointment to go and see. You never see. bought the movie pass, right? But I didn't buy the movie pass because I know I probably wouldn't have gotten my money's worth out of it. It takes a lot. And I think that's the thing, too, Bradley, is it takes a lot of people. A lot of effort to get your butt off of your couch and go and actually see a movie. Well, and if you have this feeling, as I I do now, as a you know movie pass holder, um, I think to myself, well, I don't know if I can go see this. Now, here's the other barrier um, for me mentally when it comes to movie pass is that you can't necess- or you you can't purchase your ticket in advance. So you kind of have to do this thing where you have to know where you're going to go and hope that there's a good chance if it is a very popular movie that you're going to be able to get in. Because we actually went to see a movie on opening weekend 
and uh, were not able to see it um, and then had to drive to another theater and weren't able to see it. So we spent an evening driving to two theaters, not able to use our movie pass. Now, we could have just paid. Yeah, but like you had the movie people. pass. But and, it's and like the, the whole point, point that, of yeah. this thing is yeah. I got to get my money's worth. So, Bradley, as a person who has movie pass and your movie pass is going to expire eventually, will you renew no. at fourteen ninety five a month? No, not at fourteen ninety five a month. I would do it if I got another deal from the Costco. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are going to be in just like you, Bradley, fourteen ninety five a month ultimately it's mm-hmm. just not going to work for them and all the effort that you have to go to in order to go see the movie and able to use the movie pass you might as well just pay the money out of pocket go and see what you want and get I your will nice say popcorn that, i will say that movies have done or movies movie theater chains and you know i'm just going to speak for a few because i don't know about that many but it seems like they're still doing a good job at pricing things right. you know and if you are a super uh movie fan you know, they've got deals where like on a Tuesday night, it's a $5 movie and you get popcorn or they have loyalty programs that you can join for free. So oh. that that I would imagine for someone who watches a lot of movies is still enticing, which would take away from movie pass. Exactly. All right. When we come back. Thank you, Holly. When we come back, we've got to get all the latest on Les Moonves over at CBS. My top 107.1. Everything. Get in my belly. Entertainment.